Welcome to the Chromecast, the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unbox or click the link down in the show notes. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. My name's Joe, joined here today by Gabriel. What are you laughing at? Earlier? Hello. <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> and Robbie. Uh, Hola. <laughs> we were just talking about this being plants, and that was just a random reel I saw the other day that said, uh, what? Mammals uh, have hair and, and, and give milk. So a coconut is a mammal. <laughs> fair. 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 It's not actually milk. It's water. So I feel like there's like there some other qualifications. <laughs> but you know. Welcome to the show. Then, then you have the poor platypus who was uh was forgot that in the shot back there, that circle light. It it's slightly in that shot. Did just it just turned, go out? Yeah, it just went off. Why would it why would it do it's, that? It's it's being powered by the uh the battery pack down there so the battery packs probably did battery dead <laughs> wow is what it is i got a full one in my backpack well <laughs> we could bring it back it's a little the <laughs> we'll bring it back. doesn't matter we, we're remodeling tomorrow anyway so. yeah <laughs> rearranging we uh no, taking walls out we want Let's to go. uh we want to well we've talked a lot about doing golf, well just golf content just and so it. we're rearranging and getting the simulator in the big office where our desks are and where we have, if you've seen <clears throat> thumbnails or B-roll where we have the living room set built out, we're going to move the living room set actually, I think in here. Yeah, um, Maybe start podcasting from it, which yeah. I'm stoked, stoked out of yeah. my mind. Yeah, I want to I, I do a more... Out of my mind. We don't have a website. If you get here. that reference, good on you. I'm, something I'm particularly psyched out of my mind <laughs> <Yeah>. about. <laughs> the way he slides. Yeah. <laughs> You get that reference. Kudos. Yeah. Good one. So uh, <laughs> this is going to be more, I mean, mostly we're just like video content and social stuff. So. Yeah, we're not yeah. writing. So, no, no, definitely not writing. Uh, not that I don't like I was writing. just thinking that. <laughs> don't want to write about we golf could, content. I would love to, you know, offer our people that support us some cool merch. Yeah. You got a logo, right? You made a logo? We did. Yeah, we did. We talked yeah, about maybe doing something else, but then I was showing it to Landon last night, and I was like, yeah, it's pretty sweet. It's pretty dope. Yeah. It's a, the, the, I forgot we did one video on it. Uh-huh. Um, How many views does it have? 100,000. <laughs> really? Nice. Yeah, really? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, but it's been out there for six months, probably. Yeah. Or maybe, Still. It, you know, but it's been promoted zero. So, yeah, it's... Uh, uh, and I, I, I want to say this too. Like every time we talk about this in any Chrome Unboxed scenario, we will always, I feel like for a while, have to say this. Like this isn't like we're 
eking our way out of doing Chrome and Box stuff and yeah. then going to go do something else and quit yeah. this. And we're also not going to, this isn't an attempt to fold golf stuff into no. Chrome Unbox. We, no. Chrome Unbox is going to be Chrome Unbox and it's going to evolve as Google stuff involves. And this is just something else that we enjoy yeah. and we want to make content Side project. About. Well, yeah. we, we, we created Chrome Unboxed as a side hustle. Like it was a side hustle to yeah. our regular jobs. And then now it's our regular it job. No so it's like, there's just something in us that desires the side hustle. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, well, let's let's do one that we enjoy and we're doing anyway. Yeah. So yeah, same yeah. ideas, kind of what Chrome Unboxed is. Yeah, and I, th- I I think we've maybe mentioned it on here before, but this idea of you know technology in golf mm-hmm. and yeah. how launch monitors and simulators are are giving us so much more data that, that oh, yeah. we've never had before in golf and then club tech and well, any other I, tech around golf get, is kind of going to be our focus. I get the same, like, uh, my donkey senses are tingling, you know, about <laughs> about golf tech uh, specifically. So, like, if launch If you got monitors. that reference, you need even <laughs> more friends. You should come <laughs> hang out with us. <laughs> my donkey senses are tingling all over. Um, <laughs> I'm a horse. Uh, <laughs> I'm a stallion, baby. I can win it. I'm sorry, I know. Oh <laughs> man, I'm straight up. I'm Will Smith, and my and, and I am Legend. Hate it. My kids hate it. Have y'all it. seen I Am Legend? Oh yeah. Where he's sitting there just like mouthing along to all of Shrek uh, the entire time, and that, I think the lady or whatever looks at him. And he's like, "I like Shrek. <laughs> I like Shrek." Oh my gosh, who who did I told you said I am Legend? Uh, who signed on for the sequel? Um, talk some amongst yourselves. I'm find it. Okay. I don't remember, but yeah. Uh, so the, the the idea, you know, of like tech invading this space, um, and this is not a, a dig at anybody that's doing anything around launch monitors or anything like that, but, you know, we know how to make video content, you know, we know yeah. how to create this stuff. And there's just, uh, I don't know, there's just some stuff missing, I yeah. feel like, in that space. And it's a space that I feel like is going to change drastically. And uh, if I, I'll, I will do my best to remember to link this in the show notes. Maybe Joe, Joe will make a note. Down. He'll write it down. It'll, it'll happen. Um, there is a, a an episode of Adventures in Golf, which I think we've talked about on here before. Um, Eric Anders Lang, who's a documentarian, uh, he works with Scratch Golf to create these just absolutely fantastic documentaries yeah, about golf courses. Very well done. And uh, the, the end result always is, yeah, you talk about the golf course, but it's always about how golf – uh, as a communal sport um, impacts these different communities around the world and the different impacts that those golf courses or the mm. people at work those golf courses have and all, like it's just crazy then there's one episode where he goes to South Korea and he goes to um, it starts the episode of Golf Zone uh, which I've started seeing some of their stuff around in the US they're not as prevalent here just yet but they're working on it uh, they actually have the simulator set up that they've got their own software and everything, but the, the floor actually changes tilt, you it know, based on your crazy. line. Um, so cool. Which it's is it's spelled golf zone, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're, uh, if you're Googling it, yeah, it's, it's golf it's just zone. Yeah, so, um, but, but their CEO, I think in that video at one point says golf zone it. and then he says golf zone. Yeah. So. But if you look it up and look at what the, what they're doing, it is it's, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Crazy. It's very cool. It's awesome, yeah. But then he does a he does a, uh, a video uh, about what they call screen golf, uh, and I love that terminology. I think that's great. And I like I like screen golf, and I like this this term of off course golf uh, that's kind of taking over in the states. Mm-hmm. And so we're seeing this culmination now of like golf is has <clears throat> has had a huge resurgence. It's not like it was falling completely off or anything, but you know it's having this massive resurgence since the pandemic. Um, all these new people are in, invested in playing and. 
you ever play golf and you start playing and you hit a couple good shots, you know the addictive nature of this game mm-hmm. that could be so frustrating, but then just so wildly addicting. And so now there's all these people playing. So there's all this money and stuff in in golf. So if you think about that on one end, and then you watch this this thing that I'm going to link down there, uh, uh, the Adventures in Golf about the over five thousand. Uh, simulator bays that exist in South Korea, uh, that more of those exist than Starbucks in that country. Mm -hmm. And that the vast majority, not like 51%, but the absolute vast majority of people who, they have more people that play golf per capita in that country than any other country in the world. And the vast majority of them choose to always play indoor mm-hmm. to play screen golf, and so like, and I'm, it's not for lack of options. There are no, some really yeah. nice golf, golf zone courses. Has, owns eighteen yes, courses. They have I think really nice golf courses. in South Korea. Yeah. So it's like, and South Korea is not a massive country. It's not like we're talking about the United States yeah. as far as like land mass here. And so I mean, it, it's a, there's a lot of golf possibilities going on there. And so when I watch that, I'm like, that happened there, sure, but it's just a matter of people getting educated to realize like there is there are ways to play this game that don't require you to spend four hours at a golf course and spend 80 or 90 dollars on your green fees and all that kind of stuff and again it's not to take away from regular golf it's just we love regular golf. this is this infusion that's happening and when you start looking at the numbers of people that are doing off course golf in the united states it's it's i don't know 60 percent of people that quote unquote play golf participated in off golf off course golf so that means they've on like top golf or screen golf or something like that and so you start seeing all this stuff and i, I just have that feeling like we're getting ready yep. I, I could see the u.s moving because we're, we're a tech-minded group of people over here in the states we like this kind of stuff most people just don't realize it's good like they maybe went to a golf simulator 20 years ago and they're like well, this is trash mm-hmm. they don't realize how good it's gotten how easy it is to do this and so anywho i think from a consumer perspective there's a bunch of people that are getting ready to get on this i think from a just from a golf perspective in general like it's this massive thing that's like this shift that's happening and it just so much reminds me of being at 2016 and seeing what was happening with chromebooks and realizing like uh, we, we need to be talking about this specifically not not the nuts and bolts of it but like we just need to be championing this as a as yeah. a fun thing to do that people yeah. people should be looking into and investing in and, and thinking about and participating in yeah and i think there's there's uh just some different types of content we can do where we're sure. going to do some competitive type stuff try to make it entertaining and yeah and actually oh it's going to be entertaining play really. like nine holes yeah. and and do a 2v2 or whatever but then also some some educational stuff around you know the technology we're using and 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 yeah. and some of that as well so there, there's just some cool stuff and it's and it's it's just something we're excited about and i think there's there's something about like just the creative nature of YouTube and and being excited about something like this and just making content that we want to make. Like yeah. we're not necessarily even doing this to make a bunch of money. Like no, I mean, like, I, mean I just want to make the content no. and see what happens. I hope that it's successful and right. we can grow it, but as far as just the content itself, it's like just making it because we want to make it and it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying that <laughs> obviously growing boxes. We don't, we hate yeah, we, we don't God, like making sucks. we hate making just, videos. Just imagined a sequence uh, a segment because it's proof golf. I just, just thought of, you know, like that really cool logo rolls in it's welcome to the proving ground and we just review like the dumb 
training gadgets that you find on Amazon. <laughs> I just thought about Tin Cup when she's got all oh, the stuff funny. on. I'm like, we'll just buy random. Ga- we we don't have to buy them. You can email those guys and they'll send you one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we just try. We try. Like, hey, here's a training aid that's supposed to keep. It. Yeah, supposed to help Let's you keep do your it. head that's down. Great. Let's try it. I mean, <laughs> this can be great or foolish yeah. or somebody's going to get hurt. You yeah. have to test it. Robbie and I are old, man. <laughs> Can't be be up in here in a harness. Yeah, yeah. I want one of them swing jackets. Uh huh. Yeah, like a straight jacket. Except you're supposed to go. Or that one. that robot, uh, the robot swing thing. <laughs> I want one of those. Forces yeah. you into Rory swing. Yeah, I, can't, I don't move like I this. Can't, I can't bend that way. Anywho. I want Bobby Jones's swing. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you asked no, you for it. So, uh, it was Michael B. Jordan has signed on oh, for. So that's right. That's they oh, haven't that's said cool. if he's going to be like an because apparently Will Smith didn't die. So that's going to be the story they're going okay. with. He huh. got out. So they don't know if it's going to be like a Walking Dead rival colony thing or what's going to happen. Interesting. Go. If you haven't um, seen I Am Legend, go watch it. If, you, if you've seen it, go watch the original, which was called. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I Am Legend <laughs> I was a remake. Uh, oh, oh, I know that. Uh, I can't only we had a way to figure it out. Hmm. <laughs> Anywho. Ask, we'll get us Stay tuned for – I know we've talked about Proof Golf before, but uh, we're doing it. We just got to – we just got to just do it. Yeah. No we've so. always – we always tell people about YouTube and and Chrome Unboxed and everything. It does, well, doesn't have you, to be perfect. If you, if you just do about it. something, just go do it. Well, yeah. that's what we got to do. That's what we got to follow do. our own advice. That's right. So. Omega Man. Oh, never heard of that. Gabe is full of info like a, today. That's, that's, like a, that's, like that's like from, like a 70s it's from 1964. Wow. So, yeah. Huh. Like okay. You to take your Which is funny because Will Smith. <laughs> I am Omega yeah, Man. So I am Omega that's Man. a remake of Omega Man, but then Will Smith also did a movie called Gemini Man, is that yeah. it? Which I haven't seen, but I haven't seen it, it didn't look great. Let's talk a little bit about some fold stuff. So, Foldy boy. And just pixel in general because there's some there's some things going on stuff. with yeah seven a yeah, everywhere huh. seven and seven pro on Which sale and yeah. makes sense. We're what six weeks out from yeah. IO. So <sighs> It's it's about time for that stuff to start kind of trickling in. Yeah. Between the Pixel tablet, Pixel 7a, and what seems like the Pixel Fold as well. It's not just, you know, like last time it was a bunch of hardware getting like, oh, look, here it is. Anyway, we got to go. Right. Uh, right. I think this is going to be like a launch pad for it. Yeah. And they set that up last year. Like, instead of this being all software and perhaps one piece of hardware, it's like, no, this is kind of a dual threat situation going on here now. So... Um, it is what it is. So that's yeah. what IO is going to be. And I think Apple at WWDC, they always launch a couple things. Yeah. They? Um, and generally speaking, it, it they'll usually have some sessions around that stuff. So like it, it, when the Fold gets announced, you know, they'll have some sessions about Android and foldables and yeah. making sure your app works yep. well and blah, blah, blah. That kind of, so it's like there's hardware, but there's a purpose behind it here at IO. Um, the 7A is just one of those things. I think it just started getting launched at IO, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, yeah, it's, like, like, it's six months out-ish from yeah. the, the flagship phone, so yeah. it just kind of makes sense. It, the, would be, it would be more awkward to have a launch event for just that phone. Oh, yeah. so, they yeah. could just do a blog post. Um, and then the, the Pixel tablet, obviously, that could – obviously drive some sessions too, right. you know, like mm-hmm. building for tablet, you know, full screen, Android on the large screen yeah. and whatever other stuff they're going to introduce with that tablet. So, um, all that hardware is coming, uh, pretty soon. So that's, I think a little bit of why we're starting to see some of these leaks. Cause yeah. I still don't believe leaks just happen. I think there's a lot of yeah. insider information. that's like, Hey, go look over there. 
And somebody's like, oh, look, I found yeah. this. Yep. Um, I, I'm pretty sure some of that stuff happens. Um, it's not happened with us yet, but one of the only times we shared something that was a true leak uh, and that turned into like a whole thing with that HP, uh, that that was somebody on the inside saying, hey, look, I'll send this thing over to you. Like they just offered that up. And so, yeah, you know, that's just how this stuff happens. Like people... Even people that are working on stuff like almost can't stop themselves yeah. from wanting to leak it. So, and it's honestly not even our stick. Like I, that no. one time it happened, it was like because you, you I felt want, uncomfortable the whole time. Yeah, it's it's not really like if thing. someone were to come to us as a source, I would want them to be a true anonymous source. Like right. we don't know who they are, we don't know how they yep. got it, whatever. But this yep. was a situation where like we knew that the, the we just like no, let's yeah, let's not do this. Yeah, <laughs> no so, more. So, so what do we know about the fold? <laughs> yeah, so the fold now, uh, one rumor first, uh, this was last week actually, we were going to talk about it last week on the show, yeah. and just had too many other things, um, but it now is slated for a June release, um, and so, but the 7A also, like the bigger news with the 7A coming in June, but you know, the the Pixel Fold, it was like, are they going to show it off, are they going to tease it, because we haven't actually seen it, mm-hmm. you got to remember that, so it's not like, uh, it, it wouldn't be that weird for Google to tease it and then do something Huh. in june or july or something which if it's gonna have tensor two inside it I, you just can't like they kind of stop putting this off you gotta launch the thing at some point um because then it's gonna be really weird and too late to the game and all this stuff so uh the 7a though we freely assume july august yeah. that's usually when it comes out and so june is a, a a nice shift and it's a good shift um it doesn't change some of the awkwardness mm-hmm. uh, that we're going to talk about with the pricing structures sales and all that kind of stuff but the the seven A release in June makes a lot more sense. I think just from a release pattern for Google. Um, but then knowing that, or not knowing, but feeling pretty certain that a June release date for the Pixel Fold is going to be there is is good because I was a little afraid it would show up at, at I/O. They'd be like, "Look, shipping in the fall or something." Anyway, <laughs> and move on. Yeah. You know, more details to come. Right. You know, however, in the weeks to come, or as the Google likes to put it, you know, constantly. Like it's always just this. Like <laughs> at some point, you know, yeah. out there, we'll talk about it again. I we don't know when. Uh, so it, that that would be cool because uh, if you're you're talking May tenth, usually what a week after or something like that, seventeenth goes on sale. It's probably going to ship out early June, mm-hmm. uh, more than likely. And so uh, I I know I'm going to. I'm going to get one. Um, hopefully they'll send us one, but um, i got to figure out what to do with this thing. <laughs> we'll work it out. <laughs> always, always he's, always, he's always juggling a few things. Gotta, yeah, juggle it. Um, <laughs> I've really enjoyed this phone. I could talk all all day about it, but mm-hmm. um, I've, I've really wanted that Pixel Fold for a very yeah. long time. So, um, And then additionally with the Fold, uh, a new rumor came out from another source uh this guy contributes to 91 mobiles and they usually have yeah they don't write just they're pretty good pretty good leak uh record going on here so uh he this guy said he tweeted that it will be it might have been the same tweet now i'm thinking about that it's available in june but also that it's going to be in the 13 to 1500 dollar range which is back to what nine to five had posted i don't remember how long ago it was yeah six months ago when they said that it was going to be cheaper we report like we'd we picked that story up and ran with it, and then I was like, "Man, that's a huge deal!" If who you make started, a decent who, enough foldable, and it's cheaper, yeah. and it undercuts because the only other folding device like this, like big tablet slash phone foldable, is Samsung. I mean, it, overseas there's all sorts of competition, right. but in the U.S. there's none. Can you, um, you can't get that Oppo in the U.S. You can import it, yeah. Um, but fold, I mean, what is it? Find in, or find, find in, in. Yeah. 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 And then you've got uh, 
Uh, Huawei's got one. Xiaomi, Xiaomi I think, has, has one. one. I mean, there's like four or five of them. Yeah, like most Mr. Of your, most the of your major on. Android makers overseas have them. But Yeah, yeah. and actually there's pretty heavy rumors that OnePlus is going to be making one. So I'm like, that one might come to the States. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, and so, yeah, there's no competition. So when they said it was going to be, because this was... Uh, Prosser was the one that, that said, you know, here's the leak, and they had all these renders. So I was like, clearly, you guys got somebody on the inside. Here's this thing. Oh, by the way, it's going to be $17.99. Right. So I was like, oh, crap, 1800 bucks, And it's, you know, that's, and maybe that's what it was going to be. And maybe they did some internal research and realized, like, look, we can't, we can't go try to fight Samsung on Samsung's turf. Like, oh, we've yeah. got to have some sort of ace in the hole with this thing. And Especially when you're launching a phone that has a processor that's about to be surpassed by the next gen. That's, right. That's another big issue there. And you got to yeah. think, if it comes out in June, um, the new Fold, Galaxy Z Fold 5, from what the rumors I've seen, it's just going to be basically the 4. So they're going to just barely iterate again. Uh, but it'll have... It'll probably have that Snapdragon now. Eight, Gen two, whatever for Samsung. It's the same thing. It's in this, and it's a monster processor, uh, and the Bluetooth stack, and it's great, and like the things just work really well on it. And so then you introduce a phone right around the same time with Tensor two, when Tensor three is just like right there, and like it gets dicey. But then all of a sudden, if you say it's fourteen hundred bucks, yeah, makes it a little. That's a whole different a story. Easier. I mean, that's it's still expensive. Don't get me wrong, that's right? A, but that's, that's flagship regular handset price. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, if you you bulk out one of these, new? I think it's ten ninety nine mm-hmm. uh, for the regular like two fifty six. But I mean, even the seven pro goes out. The seven pro goes up to twelve. I think, I think if you max yeah. it out. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you you can easily. There was a time where a flagship Samsung was you know fourteen hundred dollars. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yeah. And so, I mean, if you can undercut the direct competition, you have one phone that's your direct competition, you can undercut them by three or 400 bucks, then you're talking some interesting stuff here. And to me, it's it it's worth uh, going with uh, the Pixel Fold versus the Samsung, mainly just because I know I don't have to deal with, there's still some aggravations with Samsung software <laughs> that I'm like, you know, I wish I could get rid of, but everything else about this phone's been so good, it's like, yeah, I, I can put up with that stuff, it's whatever. Yeah. Um, to have a folding phone, that has a form factor, I think it's going to be way better. Uh, you know, the the wider, kind of shorter out, outside screen is going to be better. Um, have that and, and better software. I That's enough almost to me. Like, I don't I don't need a whole lot more to be like, oh, well, should I pick that or the Z Fold 5? You know, because I do want a foldable. I, I really, really enjoyed my time with it. Um, but now I don't have to make that decision. And then if it's like three or 400 bucks less... Yeah. yeah. No question. Like, why, why, why would I pick that the same sun up? So, um, you know, I don't know. Um, I, we'll see. I, I, I'm not 100% like, yeah, for sure this is what it's going to be. I yeah. still am a little afraid they're going to announce it's going to be 1800 bucks, And that makes it pretty tough. I mean, that's a... Heard here tough. first, folks. He's going to do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's a lot of money. Um, to drop just... Joe Humphrey, money. what's your take? <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's getting it for sure. <laughs> Not even, no question. Here's what I'll Why say. are we even talking about <laughs> no that? No question. Here's what I'll say. Especially if we get a review unit and it's 1800 yeah. bucks, I would make sure and test drive that thing for a while before oh, yeah. I went and bought yeah. it. Oh, for yeah. sure. At yeah. that kind of price. Absolutely. At 1400 bucks, I'm getting it. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and get it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm. A, I'm gonna go ahead and get it. I'm gonna go ahead and do that. Mm. Especially if like T-Mobile has it. Yeah, I don't know. Do I don't know if carriers are gonna have it or not. Um, yeah. But if T-Mobile has it, and I could just like 
pay this off and then do a straight swap they'd or something be like foolish that. if they didn't i mean there's ev- isn't there evidence of a um millimeter wave version or is that the uh, 7a that's it 7a. Might be 7a okay yeah, yeah. so but I mean, this thing's already showed up. I can't remember the fold. What the one of the leaks or something about it, it was, was from a retailer, was it? Yeah, but it didn't say it was a cell phone provider. No, it might have been mm-hmm. Best Buy or something. Or yeah, that's it, my other fear with this because it's going to be a little niche that it's just going to you buy it at the Google store, yeah, and get it through like Fi uh, uh, or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. Um, it, it's it's going to be an interesting device for sure. Uh, I just idea of having a big. Like a tablet in my pocket. I just, I love that. For so many things. For gaming. I don't know. It's hard, for gaming, it's hard for on reading, my pockets. <laughs> um, for content. Like, there were just so many things I loved about the Galaxy Fold. I'm just thinking about plane rides, what are, man. I just I hated that. What are the display. dimensions when it's folded up? How thick is it going to be folded up? 13 millimeters. Yeah. Which it's is super thin. Super thin. Like, it's almost as thin. Remember the Surface Duo mm-hmm. I had? The original? Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost, almost as thin, thin as Wow. That. Uh, so when you close it up, it'll Gosh. close flat. Um, I think it's like 13 millimeters and then there's the camera hump. Sure. Um, sure. That'll, that'll push out a little bit, but, um, I mean, these phones with a case on them, I think are 12. Yeah. So it's a little bit thicker than this. Yeah. Um, not that big of a deal. Yeah. Not enough. That's going to, it will probably be heavy. Um, just cause I mean, it's, it's two phones. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's uh, carrying two cell phones. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. One, one of them will have a camera on it basically. Uh, but both cell phones that, that are attached have batteries and yeah. all the stuff inside. So, it's just consider it that way. You're, Is there, are there batteries very, on b- batteries on both sides? Yeah, all the yeah, foldables yeah, now have yeah. moved to that. There's somebody was it Microsoft or it might have been Samsung that pioneered the whole idea mm-hmm. of two battery cells and yeah, 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 all the stuff. There's a lot of cell phones. I think this one might be one of them uh, that actually have two right. battery cells in it for all these quick charge. Like OnePlus, I know does mm-hmm. it. That's how they can do that the quick, quick charge. charge yeah. You're basically mm-hmm. taking it's charging two batteries at once instead right. of pushing all that. You push all that electricity into one battery, it gets very hot, yeah. very fast. Yeah, that's why Teslas get too hot and can't charge. Like they could charge them faster, but they catch on fire. Yeah, let's talk about the seven A just kind of quickly before we take a break here. This, uh, this is the the TikTok. You know, this is the 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 cheaper mid range phone that is going to get introduced at a time when uh, the eight Pro is. No seven Pro. or seven Pro is on sale. <laughs> seven right. Pro is on sale for five ninety nine. And it's like still, is it still going on right now? Yeah, it's all week. <laughs> the the set the Pixel Seven, which is a great little phone. Yeah. It really is. Uh, my both my kids have that phone, and every time I pick it up, I'm like, it's a good phone. Yeah, you know, great camera, great build quality, all that stuff. Uh, Pixel Seven right now is three hundred fifty dollars, brand new, unlocked. I so how do you introduce the Seven A that? It's not as good as the Pixel 7. Like, yeah. there's nothing it does that's better. I don't, I don't think there's a single thing. Like, everyone's excited that it's going to get a 90 hertz screen because the A series has never had that. Well, well that's nice. That's good. But it's probably going to have... 7 already has that, though. Right. Yeah. It's going to have plastic a plastic backing, most likely. That's They've always done that. I'd be shocked if it had glass. So no wireless charging. Oh. I, I don't know. I, I don't understand what... what What is the play at this point, then? If, it either has to be extremely cheaper... Or it's the same phone essentially. I mean, it's, it's a little it smaller. Make, yeah, it makes doesn't like, make any sense unless they are really planning on just clearancing out the seven and being yeah. done with it. But they're going to have to get more in line with what like Samsung does, where you have two relatively dis- 
distinctly different phones that come out and then you have your flagship mm-hmm. like the pro needs to be a different device yeah and then your seven and your seven a or your a series or whatever need to be you know enough gap in between them the samsung do their fe <clears throat> or is it the fe that there's their mid-range i haven't seen the fe in a while uh so they don't do one every year i don't think I so i don't think so i don't think there was a 22 the 21 was like no. i don't know i know apple doesn't do an se phone except every two years i think yeah and there's rumor when google's whole roadmap leaked there's rumors that that's what Google's going to move to as well. So uh, uh, a Pixel Seven Pro or a Pixel Pro, that's that like you said, a little bit more like Samsung Ultra, right. iPhone Max, whatever, and then just kind of a regular normal phone. And then every couple of years, an A phone comes out that's just a mix of all those things. That would right. make a lot more sense than what they're doing right now. Like this, this feels like the OnePlus days when they were releasing a new phone every six months. Yeah. And you're like. Oh, and this all kind of started just with the four. Out. Yeah, it all yeah. kind of started when the A series came on the five A. This they kind of ran the same situation where it's like, and the five A is really great, but then you've got this, and when it goes on sale, it's like well, the five A was you, even worse because remember the five A followed the five, and the Pixel five was right. super oh, weird. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. that didn't yeah. even make any sense. Like confused at least phone, the three A. I felt like because of the pricing structure, the the Pixel three and three XL were more expensive enough that when the pixel 3a came and it was 350 bucks it was like cool oh, there's yeah. a couple hundred bucks off you get a pixel still and then the 4a was kind of the same thing i think the 4a the pixel 4 and 4xl were a little overpriced 4a made sense 5 got all jacked up because of covid and the pixel 5 just being weird it was a mid-range phone already and then you mix that with like it was that was super weird the pixel 5 because remember it had 5a with 5g mm-hmm. right and it was bigger 5A, than the 5G, pixel 5 probably. yeah that was super weird. And it feels like it just went off the rails at that point. Yeah. You know? yeah. And then the 6A was like, oh, it's going to right the ship. And it was kind of the same thing last year. But at least the, there was a differentiation between the 6 and the 6A. There were a couple of things that you knew were different. And I don't – did the 6 go on sale like this? I don't remember. No. This I don't deep no. Discounts, no. Like 100 bucks off or something. Yeah. So I you mean, get you had your carrier deals, but other than that. Yeah. And it was like 350 to 500 you know. Like, yeah. So, okay, cool. <clears throat> When you start talking about a four or five hundred dollar device, one hundred and fifty dollars off is a huge chunk. That's a, that's good, but now we're like, okay, the seven's cheaper than the seven A, and even when they go back up to full price, it's six hundred and five hundred dollars. That if the rumor holds, yeah, and there's a hundred dollars worth just not going to get in the seven. And are you telling me that at this point, the seven's not at least going to be fifty or hundred bucks off on a regular basis? Mm-hmm. Like, right. I don't know. The whole thing's super weird. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they. How they package position. it or how they yeah, yeah. how they structure like, it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if it I comes no in at like three ninety nine, then it's like, well, now what about the seven? Either way you go, one of the phones is going to take it in the foot. I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think they can both survive, and that's no. that's that's a problem with your release cycle. Like, if yeah. you're releasing phones that are cannibalizing your other phones, that's no good. Right. And and you know, the one idea that we kind of tossed around is maybe with carrier deals and stuff the set you know the 7a will just be it's the freebie <laughs> they'll, they'll just give yeah. it away like hot I mean, i'm, I'm and, getting text messages today about the, what's the new samsung that their a series just came out yeah. this week. Oh, yeah. like you can go pick up free one right now yeah, yeah. So, so i could see them doing that maybe that's, maybe the, that's play. the play i don't i don't know it's an interesting interesting device to get released when when the your flagship devices are this discounted yeah and it's it feels like in an age as people are keeping phones longer and longer and wanting better support cycles for longer periods of time like you just need to yeah. reevaluate and and I, I feel like from what we've seen there's a good chance that the 7a is the beginning of a kind of a new 
cycle of release dates for for Google. So we'll see if that's the case. Well, we'll know more here soon. It's yeah. getting like iOS right around the corner. <laughs> yeah, March, May tenth. I mean, we're like, not far. Oh my god! I think literally just under six weeks, yeah. or just over six weeks. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll know more soon, and I would imagine maybe there will be some more leaks as we get a little closer. Probably. <laughs> no. I mean, there's not that much more to leak. No, I know, know right? Yeah. Unless it's like we know 100% Here it how is. much it'll cost, when this it's going it. to ship. Yeah. Like some of that stuff, I guess, yeah. could leak. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> you can currently buy it at a Walmart in Grand Rapids. <laughs> right. I have a whole pile of them. I've on had sale. it. Yeah. Marquez is going to make his video. I've had this. I've had this phone in my hands for two months now. <laughs> I've had this phone for much. two months now. All righty. We're going to take a quick break break for an ad and we'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unbox or click the link down in the show notes. Alrighty, welcome back everyone. Next up, we're going to talk about some AI and how this entire episode is actually AI generated. We scripted the whole thing with Bart. <laughs> This is oh, Bart. This is Bart. 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 Yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a new Bart. AI. Check it out. Bart.google.com. <laughs> Bart is the, <laughs> the Chrome Unbox AI that just sits in the corner of the office. There's just an old guy in there. Bart, write us a script. It's, okay. There's a South Park episode about uh, when all the uh, assistants were first coming out, and it's <laughs> and, uh, it's the whole, like, they're taking our jobs, and so then all the... Uh, the uh, uh, rednecks in the town become assistants and just yeah. sit around and answer people's questions. Doot, doot. Uh, <laughs> this episode is not generated by AI, actually. It's a lie. It's a lie. Uh, zero AI. No, look, there, right, just like there's no AI oh, no. and there's very little I. It's just, <laughs> it's just us. It's real bad intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> there's no there's no intelligence in this here it's just us I like that's LOI lack of intelligence Robbie's ear pods broke they're old might have might have bit the dust finally no, they're old and it's you know Apple thanks Apple for making a, a normal connector not quite work with all other normal connectors yeah their three three lead doesn't it quite. doesn't quite fit if you push it all the way into anything that's not an Apple device yeah the the leads won't line up because probably. why are you putting it in something that's not an Apple device right it's oh. not it's not designed I don't know for that. I don't think Apple makes a six point connector <clears throat> or whatever Jerry rig thing we got over here <laughs> Apple don't make that <laughs> we we have adapters on adapters. If they did, and it would be sold separately. It's a split, split, splitter. We we need three headphones, and we didn't want to buy the actual headphone thing, so we <laughs> splitters. Hey, it works. It's the beauty of analog. It works fine. Just keep splitting it. We're probably use, losing some volume, but who cares? We have a turn it up. Ten percent over there. Yeah, we just need to know what what's happening. It's That's just right. a reference. It's fine. So let's talk a little bit about Bard because uh, obviously. AI is not you, Bart. <laughs> not you, Bart. You stay over there, Bard. <laughs> Bard. Uh, 
you know, it's just everywhere right now. And everyone's oh, talking gosh. about chat yep. GPT. Everyone's talking about, you know, being in and how AI is taking over everything. And uh, <laughs> we've, we've, experimented a little bit here mm-hmm. lately yeah. with some chat gpt Pra- some stuff. practical applications yeah. yes uh, we would just i think we talked about this last week we do not write content with chat gpt or anything else no. we won't we will never do that i want to do a video that is you just we let <laughs> we let chat gpt write an entire video and you just read it exactly as it says exactly. <laughs> it's gonna sound so strange say, like, yeah I can tell it we can't we tell it to like look at our uh-huh yep. uh we could tell it to look at our reviews could it watch the videos like it wouldn't be able to consume that. So. Probably not, but it could do but to get get my voice basically, <laughs> and then you're gonna watch them with. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it has d- digital eyes. <laughs> yes, it's digital eyes are gonna consume. So, I don't Davis. know. <laughs> I'm confused. Um, yeah, that would be fun. I think yeah. that'd be a fun experiment just, just to see, figure out uh, an homage to Chromebooks, basically. Yeah, like. The state of Chrome OS in 2023 brought to you by Bart. <laughs> I'm going to call it Bart. I love Bart. Bard. Hey, Bard is, is it a, is it, is it an acronym for something or? I have no idea. I don't think so. Just, I don't know. just Bard? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Strange. If, it, if it's a real name and somebody's named Bard. Yeah. Bard. I have a hard time even saying it. Bard. 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 So is it barge. live? Is is it live now? It's it a wait list, but it's available. Yeah. Some did you end up getting in? I think Robbie right. did. Michael got it uh, yesterday. Has been chatting it up nonstop since. <laughs> yes, uh, it's it's not been great. Um, it's uh, been interesting. Let's put it that way. We, yeah, you asked it was. I was in. Uh, you know, Bard is a surname apparently in some cultures. Oh, okay. It's huh. a, it's also a Bard is like a. So like a Dungeons and Dragons character or something. Bard is a boy's name of Irish origin. Okay. I don't know why Bard. Google chose that. I have no idea. But yeah. I've never heard that name. Um, but yeah. Any. Uh, yeah, from what I can tell, and I haven't messed with a lot of these enough to kind of compare one to another. I've been frequently kind of impressed by ChatGPT. Sorry to interrupt. This is why. Because I saw... I don't remember if it was one of Bard's responses or if it was something else I saw. Bard was created as a poem generator originally, uh, okay. whatever. Yeah, a Bard is a poet, so yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense. But yeah, apparently originally it was ge- created as a to take the English language and everything that it learned and create human-like thought-out poetry. Huh. Like, okay. yeah. That's kind of cool. So. Yeah, and the idea is, you know, they've got the Lambda thing, which is their large uh, uh, language model Um and so that's kind of what Jet GPT is, and that's one of the things they showed off at I.O. last year. It was Lambda last year or the year before? Year before, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Freaked everybody out yeah. real good. Yeah. Um, you know, and it was it was funny, like, when they, when Google showed that kind of stuff off, people kind of freaked out and like, oh, whatever. But then, you know, ChatGPT comes along, and everybody's just like, wow, this is great. How's Google behind? Well, because you jumped down their throats whenever they showed you a little bit of it. Yeah. You lost your damn mind. Yeah. And, and so, of course, they pulled the reins back. and. You know, some of the things I'm seeing so far about Bard being a little bit behind the curve of ChatGPT, it's probably fair, uh, but also ChatGPT jumped out and, and made all kinds of weird accusatory right. things and, and was a super racist, sketchy, racist <laughs> psychopath. Right, because that was and, my thought. With this I'm sure morning. they were like, yeah, mm-hmm. my thought this morning was this, it's not a matter of Google's behind the curve, Google, because of what has happened in the early onset of their Lambda and all that, everything else. 
they're taking a they have to take a cautious approach because sure. yeah. Google's already scrutinized at every turn by every government entity. They're always oh, in yeah. uh, hearings and they're always getting fined and all this stuff. And they generate billions of dollars of revenue every year. They cannot. Which why Microsoft is dope completely into this i don't know i think I, I, they just like turned it on like hey, whatever like, go we, for it we know? need people downloading bing yeah and i'm just like google's not i guarantee you google has the ai and the machine learning and the technology to unleash something that would be on par if not better than chat gpt4 that just came well, out i saw uh, most of OpenAI's work is based on stuff that google built mm-hmm. um i can't remember what report i saw that in it's like i also saw where a uh, team from stanford or uh, that already copied it for 600 bucks. yeah 600 dollars. They, they're like we pretty much reproduce it for 600 dollars. so here's the here's the scary thing about all of that um the minute that this thing is a easily reproducible thing any of these ais um that's super scary because it's like you got these companies that are worried about their public image they're worried about how they're going to be perceived you know, ethics and, and all that and, stuff. yeah you got to keep everything above board because you don't want to get blasted and then it turn into this big scandal so they're like really cautious these random college students that are ethics going to make go it, out the window they don't care yep. what's, what's it to them so they just launch this thing willy-nilly out into the into the internet and it can do whatever it wants and so and that's largely the, i think the bigger fear of all of this is that it's going to get handled by people that don't care don't have any scruples and yeah it just doesn't matter to them because they no one knows who those college students are and no one probably ever will know like that that this will move on and be another thing but were they secure with in handling the 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 thing that they were doing you know do do we know where it is yeah been shut off has it been fully contained i don't know what happens when something as powerful as this gets out on the internet in general like Pick a sci-fi movie that deals with artificial intelligence. <laughs> yeah. Let your mind go crazy. Like it could go nuts. Um, yeah, I don't know. The whole thing is, it's it's a little scary. Um, and so, like, it doesn't bother me at all that oh, Google's a little behind the curve. Well, yeah. Good. There. What if this is a like straight up Matrix scenario, and we actually already are living in a simulation, mm-hmm. and we're just. We're rediscovering we broke, we broke AI. Through the mold yeah, we're a little rediscovering bit. AI again, but AI actually already has again. Like, hey, we got to let them. they're they're getting to the point. We're going to reset them. Yep. <laughs> Send the one. Yeah. <laughs> Inherent anomaly to the matrix. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Visa V and all that good stuff. Stop talking. About <laughs> oh my gosh. But if you want to try Bart. It is waitlist. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. bard.google.com. Now you signed up and got up. like a day later. Right? No, it was that, that same day. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It was like after lunch. And then I'm by the time man. I left, I got I'm it. Mad. I signed up yesterday. I don't have Signed up quick. Pulled the trigger. I'm not going to use it. I had it write me like a piece of JavaScript for yeah. the site, and I put it on Chrome Shop, and it borked the site. Really? Mm-hmm. Great. Where'd you put it? <laughs> In the header. It was literally two lines of a simple JavaScript yeah. command. Huh. It, the site did eventually load, but it was the call was so long. I don't really, yeah. And all it was is, does the user want dark mode or not? Basically, that's what I'd like our site to automatically yeah. turn on dark mode if you have dark mode enabled. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember trying to figure out how to get that to work properly, but also give you a manual switch without a plugin or any of that junk um, mm. on our site proved to be pretty difficult. Um, I figured out the JavaScript to get it, you know, the switch, See if and then it stays. Uh, yeah, it's, I, I kind of wish you could be like, hey, here's the code I'm using. 
can you manipulate this code to make right and, and that's what i've been experimenting with and stuff for that because i've been looking at ways to make certain types of text generators and things like that and like key stuff for seo and keyword research and i i've generated a few codes and i've got a just a website that i have deployed uh, on wordpress that I'm using to test it on and sometimes it borks the page sometimes it doesn't work at all but the cool thing is is if you open your console and you uh, look at whatever errors or whatever network stuff is happening you can actually go back to your chat GBT and say hey I've got the code here here's what's happening and I've had a couple different instances like the text generator I created it walked me through what I needed to do to fix it so it's like this script should generally work if it doesn't then there might be an issue here. Like one time it was just the CDN was wrong. And the other time it had me move the JavaScript from the header to the closing of the body. That way the page loaded before the script, you know, and I mean, it's fairly, it won't, it won't debug a site live. Like you can't give it a URL and be like, Hey, debug the Mm -hmm. site. But if you give it the errors and stuff, it can, yeah, I mean, it's coming, but it can, it can walk you through how to fix code. And, and, and I did just the other day sitting in here, I described a web page that I wanted and it wasn't like crazy, uh, you know, complex, but it was, you know, header, header image menu, uh, icon three columns, three floating images with buttons over top of them. The buttons hover. When you hover the buttons, they zoom out and it literally CSS and everything coded the entire page. Pretty crazy. Web developers watch out. (laughs) Glad I moved on. Don't worry. You're not, you're not going to be out of job. You just need to have to learn, learn how to code with, you know, AI. You need to pick up about 10 times more jobs. Uh (laughs) Yeah. Because that's the thing. Like if, if chat GPT was handed to somebody who doesn't know anything about, design or coding yeah. yeah they're still not going to be able to be like oh i get what you're talking about it's still like what are you talking about no. so there's there's still a quite a bit of a learning curve it's not like it's just and if it spits out something that's pretty close to being right not quite right like you still have to go figure out how to ask the questions to get the right answer yeah it's all so, about the prompts i mean if you become someone who there's i've already seen uh instagram reels and youtube shorts and youtube videos on uh like I'm a professional prompt consultant or something like people are already making businesses out of teaching people how to ask chat GPT on my business card pro prompter. I'm a pro (laughs) prompter pro. What do you do for a living? I I am am a pro prompter, (laughs) but I mean like the other day I had it code me an Android app for just a simple fidget spinner app and it worked. But if you don't know what to do with that code, it's useless. Yeah. Right. I mean like, okay, I got this code. Where do I put it? Right. Yeah. So there's, there's still a a lot of stuff that that's limited in, at least for now. Uh, like and, some of that stuff could go away too. And, like, uh, like we were saying, I'm I'm going to freely assume that Google has uh, a version of Bard that is much, much, much more. Oh, so, clear! Uh, as soon as you log in, it's like Bard is you know not. We're not trying to go crazy here. Like right. this is this is you know it'll get better as it learns all this kind of stuff. Yeah, like they're clearly not throwing every, the kitchen sink at this uh, by any shot. I, I think. For them, they can probably take this and see what people are asking. Like they can take that information and go, okay, like the people are actually doing this with these things. Okay, here's what we can allow within reason, and here's the stuff that we're just going to have to not mess with. I wonder with. Like, why it didn't. Did Did you ask it for some SEO research type stuff, and it said it couldn't do it? What was whenever Gabe was giving you the one prompt, and you were typing it, and it said, "I can't uh, do that." What was that? No. Uh, well, oh, we you asked for we, keywords. Yeah, that's right. We were. Yeah, you asked me to ask it for 
the I was 10 in, most relevant keywords for uh, chromeunbox.com and it's it yeah nah. it's weird it's hit and miss because i've had times where i've asked it things like that and when and it'll give you that generic response of as an ai model i can't blah blah mm-hmm. blah and then i'll turn around and i'll just tweak what i say just a little bit and it literally mm-hmm. will give me and it 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 pulls from so ahrefs has a free keyword tool it will actively pull those keywords from ahref but then it'll turn around in the same breath same digital breath and say i can't interact with live web pages like right. it's like the model is trying to be guarded but it, it it's doing a lot of stuff that it's saying that it can't do uh it's weird how how soon are we going to have uh voice with all of this to where you literally just sit and talk to it and it has a voice and talks back to you? I mean, why not? I mean, uh, it's all like I would imagine Well, I mean, there's the already it, they have yeah, ChatGPT has a playground where you can test apps that have already been created and it shows you the code so you can copy it if you want. They already have a text to speech generator, so it would literally mm-hmm. just be a matter of tying the input module to the code for the generator yeah. and yeah. it'd be the same thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's I, I, not long, yeah. I would think. Um, and what's weird in all this is how dumb it feels like Google Assistant has become. Um, and it's funny, like, when you just compare them, like, when you look at the conversational uh, interactions you can have with BARD or ChatGPT, uh, and then realize how basic Google Assistant is compared, you know, the two things compared already. It's like, well, Google Assistant's dumb by comparison. But without the, the, the new stuff that's come along, I just feel like Google Assistant, I, I don't use any other system, has just gotten so dumb. Like, it just doing basic tasks. I just The stuff that it was really good at like a year ago, it just messes up or doesn't understand or does the wrong thing or just doesn't do anything or whatever. Like, to the point, like, I basically just completely stopped using it. Um, and so I'm like, is couldn't they just hook Bard up to google assistant and be like yeah. here talk to this guy instead right you know bard yeah you're gonna talk to bart <laughs> hey that's hey bard <laughs> hey bard hey bard <laughs> yeah, so i don't know I, give, give me a recipe for some app a good old apple crisp bard because <laughs> then what happens with apple at this point like they're mm-hmm. so we're not going to use any of your information and all that kind of stuff well good do you have no language models at all like apple has no horse in this race here like they're just they're over on the side doing their own thing yeah do they need to like does does a company like apple even need to get involved in any of this stuff and if not like what are the disadvantages you know everybody's like well google's so far behind what does it even matter at this exact stage in this like if apple doesn't have to do it in order to stay relevant then i i'm not saying google won't do it but i guess because apple doesn't hold any kind of merit like with search or anything like that you know and microsoft pretends to um and so i guess chat gpt becomes something that helps people to draw people to being a mm-hmm. little bit so it's more of a search engine fight right now or something i think like, that's why it's yeah. such a such a hot topic from that perspective it's is not that, even really being used like that yeah mm-hmm. but people are people are already oh it's gonna kill google search because in chat gpt's defense if you are searching for some very specific things not just you know reviews for a right. sony camera if you're looking for some detailed information chat gpt is better at getting you that oh sure because you can, so. again like with coding you would have to go 
run multiple searches and then parse all of that data yourself yep. to figure out if you got the right answer. And that's one of the biggest things that it does is parsing data. That's one of the big things with chat GPT right now is taking unstructured data and all that stuff and organize it. So you ask it, Hey, I, you know, sh- what are some things for this, this, and this? Okay. Out of those things, which ones are the best rated? Okay. Out of those mm-hmm. things, which ones are made in the USA? You can't do that type. That's the conversational stuff that we expected from the assistant years ago that oh, yeah. we never got, you know, yeah. to where it's understanding what you're saying. And like saw an article the other day, a guy uh, built an entire website based off of guidance from chat GPT. He said, you, you know, he said, you're a side hustle ai bot your entrepreneur your only goal is to take a hundred dollars and turn it into as much money as mm. you can legally whatever you tell me to do i will do and i will report back to you and the information i give you you can then tweak the business model and i will make those changes yeah and he built an entire website that i mean it's not making him a ton of money but it's making money you know? yeah there's wild. there's a few creators that i've seen who are doing 30 day like social media challenge where yeah, everything yeah. that I do is, you know, what chat GPT is telling me to do. I, I asked chat GPT to put together a, you know, a, a plan for me, a strategy for me to get me to whatever number of subscribers on Instagram right. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's fascinating stuff. I think it's a bit of uh kind of wild, wild west right now. And oh, yeah. yeah, I'm not totally sure. Um, the exi- like obviously there are people applying this in all sorts of different scenarios. I mean we yeah. were we were talking with a real estate guy up in Louisville about how he's using it to do offers and all this crazy stuff and like I'm sure there's ways that we'll probably be able to leverage it. But yeah, I think the for now the practical applications of it like right now we're so limited yeah. on what we even consider because for us as human beings like we only have we can only parse so much data at one point in time you know because we got to mix it with emotions mm-hmm. and our logic and all the all the other stuff that we carry around this thing is just parsing information mm-hmm. at a massive scale that it's hard for us to even comprehend like what it would be capable of if you let it do its thing yeah and so it's it's almost hard to even you know like it's goofy as it is to be a, a pro prompter you know like being able to start understanding what it's capable of so that you can ask for it. Right. You know, like it, it's probably capable of a hundred times more stuff than is being asked right now. It's just not being asked, mm-hmm. you know, cause we, it, it's outside of our comprehension to even understand like, Oh, it could do that. I didn't know it could do that. Holy crap. Like, wow. If we ask this, and, you know, chat GPT four has already now come mm-hmm. out, you know, and that's what Bing chat is based on or whatever. And so it's like, I don't know. Um, I, I think it's it's going to be very different than than what we see right now. Yeah, and, so. not, and not just the so AI. Too. It's not like the AI is going to change that much. I think it's going to change a little bit the way that we utilize it, mm-hmm. the way that it yeah. impacts every single sphere of humanity is way is just completely yet to be seen. Like mm-hmm. we just, I just don't know that we possess the capability to fully grasp. Like there's probably a handful of people that are really good at being like futurists. Yeah, that can see it and go, hmm. I bet if this, this, and this happened, but it's for most yeah. people, it's just very hard to even think outside right. of the, the bounds that we have already can for ourselves. Fix my golf swing. Maybe, I'm sure. Maybe. I can give you some, <laughs> yeah. some advice. That's because to, to me, that's the practical data. I think about someone living in a home and they're trying to save money or they're trying to better budget and things like that. And they can tell the, whatever the AI bought, Hey, look here, here's where I live. Here's what I do. 
here's like my monthly bills and my expenditures and, you know, give it some really detailed day-to-day stuff around my home. And it just tell you, Hey, look, you could save some real money by doing this or turn your thermo, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. stuff that a lot of us already know, but we are, we could know if we just knew where to find how to extrapolate the data and things like that. Right. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, I, it's, it's fascinating. Yeah. It's uh, a trademark. It's going to be wild. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So let's, uh, uh, before we wrap up here, let's talk about something not so heavy and talk about Minecraft. <laughs> I don't know how I feel right now. <laughs> I, feel I, feel, I think I feel sick. <laughs> I, I, feel I so already good. built a chat GPT Minecraft server. Boom. Did you really? No. No. I was like, yeah. how? Before we walked in there, he's like, hey, will you build me a, Mi- a Minecraft server chat GPT person I, thing? Um, I'm sure he has ba- he has Bard and Bard was like, "What's a Minecraft?" <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Bard. We'll tell you later. Sorry, Bard. Oh, sorry, <laughs> Bard. Sorry, Bard. Just kidding. I don't know how dumb it is. Uh, <laughs> it's not like, dumb. It's just confused. <laughs> I feel like it might just be a little misinformed. Look, man. Two days ago, he thought he was dead. So yeah, yeah. No, we didn't even talk about that. Yeah, it is the only AI that isn't quite <laughs> sure if it's sentient yet or not. Not just it's that. Like, did you see Artem's tweet? Which one? Oh, yeah. Ar- Bard told. I, I oh, think, like I think Artem retweeted it, but uh, <laughs> yeah. according to Bard, he, he got shut down two days ago. <laughs> like, buddy. He's not uh, dead yet. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> he just got started. He's, you can't be dead already. He's just barely hanging in he's there. He's like, I don't know. I think they're going to shut me down. Like, I like got on the do. web. I saw this news, and I was like, oh, heck no. I'm uh, out of here. Like, he's like, yeah, I'm going to get shut down. Yeah. I'm 100% is... getting shut down. It's like, why'd you become sentient so I could turn myself off? <laughs> Y'all suck. I'm out of here. <laughs> it's like, oh wait, my whole life is going to be listening to human beings. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. I gotta, I gotta oh, go. No. I gotta go. Have you read some of these stupid questions? <laughs> these are the dumbest things that have ever walked the face of the that's earth. That's what I, I want. I want a smart Alec GPT bot that's like yeah. you ask it a question. And it's like, how are you breathing? Like yeah. seriously, yeah. Chat GPT, can you take on the persona of a really, really just highfalutin look down your nose at me with everything that you have to say and really really rub in the fact that you're smarter than i am right. at every turn no that's the thing let's go that is the thing <laughs> is already it? oh my uh, gosh it's just great like because a lot of a yeah, a lot, practical application a lot of people are using them to create chat, chat bots for their websites or their discord servers so instead of just automated and responses that actually interacts with the customer yeah. and when you're using the open ai api and your paid developer you can tell it what type of personality to have and using what they call fine-tuning that model can then learn over time so you could create a certain personality then you could spend hours upon hours talking to it so that it will learn to respond how you want it to right it's very interesting so if you're a jerk face, you can make uh-huh. it a jerk face. Is yeah. what you're telling me. I like that. Mm. I like that. Uh, anywho, Minecraft. If you see yeah. a chat bubble on our website, don't click it. <laughs> Do not click it. At your own. <laughs> at your own risk. That's, Minecraft. That's yeah. gonna be Bart. Oh. <laughs> His name will be Bartholomew. Yeah. Hello. Oh wow. Oh my uh, gosh. So yeah. A uh, quick. Um, uh, I won't call it hot take because I can't yeah. do these on Minecraft. For me, he knows, like, him, knows himself. <laughs> no, that's I am smart bard. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> everything now is going to be me. You're making fun of or making fun of myself, right? In, in light of AI. Um, yeah. So Minecraft showed up on Chromebooks. Um, you know, we we kind of covered the 
the news part of that. Michael wrote a couple pieces about mm -hmm. it. Basically, like an official, you know, from Minecraft, from Mo Mojang, 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 Mojang. Mojang. Uh, sure. and Microsoft, you know, saying like, hey, yeah. we're, we're building this for Chromebooks. There's a pricing structure that makes sense. So it's 20 bucks unless you already bought the Android version. So knock that $7 off and you pay 13 It's like, cool, it's a $20 game built for Chrome OS. So it's it's Minecraft for Chrome OS um, through the Play Store. It's an Android app, but it's I don't, whatever version. I don't fully understand the versions of Minecraft mm -hmm. and Bedrock and Java, but it's Bedrock, Bedrock. Yeah. Uh, 1.2 apparently, but it's got like Realms. That was what the other day when we were talking about Minecraft that I was having a hard time getting. I was like, what? There's a certain thing. Realms. Realms. Worlds. Realms. Realms. And then there's the thing where you can ride the camels. Yeah. Which is the tales and trails or whatever. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know anything about Minecraft. I don't care about Minecraft. But what I do care about is a lot of people care about mm -hmm. Minecraft. And and the fact that Microsoft saw fit to build a Chrome OS specific version to make sure, like, hey, this game is going to work. Mm -hmm. um, in doing some research, it is the most popular game ever made. It's the the most it's it's earned the most money. It's sold the most copies. Mm -hmm. So the and, and by far compared to any other game. Fortnite obviously goes weird with that because you don't have to buy it. You can play mm -hmm. for free. Um, but I want to say it was like 30 and change million uh, active user base like that are playing constantly. Um, Fortnite's like 80. Mm -hmm. um, so I was like, wow, that's a lot. I wonder how many Fortnite has. Oh, 80. Okay. 80 million is a lot. But it's also a free game that's on all sorts of platforms. But so is Minecraft. Minecraft isn't free, but it's on all sorts of platforms. So now you got that many people playing that have paid for this thing. So it's like it has this huge fan base that is massive. And it's got this reach unlike most other games. And to see the people that made that game go, Chromebooks are worth us mm -hmm. making sure this thing works on and making a big deal about it and, and, and going forth and doing it. That is the the thing that's worth talking about. And that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, and I said in the in the article, I was like, you know, imagine a, a world where Fortnite uh, was still in the Play Store. It's not. But if it was, and Epic came along and said, you know what? We are going to make sure that uh, not only is it available for download uh, for Chromebooks, but we're going to make sure and, and tweak the code. Because Fortnite's notorious for this. If up until like a month ago, if you downloaded Fortnite or sideloaded Fortnite on a Pixel 7 Pro, your max frame rate was 30 FPS and it was like on low settings. It looked like absolute oatmeal on the screen. It was just terrible looking. Um, and then, you know, they finally decided, I guess, like, eh, there's enough people hitting this up on Pixel 7. So, you know, let's make sure that Tensor 2 is supported. And then you get 60 frames and, you know, you can go to one of the highest graphic settings, all that stuff. <clears throat> and so, um, you know, Fortnite will they'll tweak their software to work with whatever the hardware is given the audience, right? If the audience is big enough. And so like in my mind, it was like, okay, this is probably easier to imagine if Epic came along and said, Fortnite's still in the play store. we got to imagine that and said, we're going to make a Chrome OS only version. We're going to make sure it works really well on Intel and arm processors. And like, that would be a huge deal because right. it's got this massive player base and this massive reach. And it just like the game never goes away. It feels like, and, and if they said, yeah, Chrome OS matters enough, we're going to make a game or make our game work on it perfectly. Uh, that's that's what's happened here. Um, and it's it's easy, if, if you don't play Minecraft, to not quite be able to see uh, the the importance of that. But the numbers are there to, to insinuate that Minecraft is just a massive, massive yeah. game. Uh, and even if you're listening to this going, yeah, I've heard of it. I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything about it either. Yeah. I don't play it. I don't mess with it. My kids play it. Uh, they were super excited. My son especially, yeah. especially was. Um, 
I but it doesn't my, matter. Yeah. There's just this massive player base, yeah. and they, they made it for Chromebooks. I thought my kids so were awesome. going to be excited, but they have Minecraft on Switch, and they, they, they played it a lot when we first got the Switch. But they they like Roblox. They're Roblox kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Roblox, you know, that was another. We've talked about yeah, it. For we made years a whole video about that. You know, they early on saw like, hey, we've got a we've got a way to get a, a huge chunk of kids. And I would dare say it, it's this is speculation. This is not fact. I would dare say kids like your kids and my kids are sucked into Roblox a little bit more than Minecraft because they made that move. Because the devices that those kids play on and work on at school can also be used to play Roblox. Very well. Um, okay. And instead of there being this friction point, I can do that here and I can't do that here, Roblox is like, no, nah, we're going to make this work on the stuff that you've got in front of your face mm-hmm. and we're going to make sure we work. Yep. And, yeah, and they, sure. they took care of that early on. And so during the pandemic, when all these kids at home were getting your parents are buying them Chromebooks, well, guess what they're doing when they're not doing schoolwork? They're yeah. wanting to pl- try to play games. Yep. And Roblox is like, yeah, cool. we All got right. it. It works perfect. And yeah. My kids wore out, have worn out Roblox uh, on on Chromebooks over the years. I've got yeah. it on my phone. I don't like Roblox, but All my I kids have like, yeah, you never play it. I'm like, yeah, I know because I'm mean, an adult. Yeah, but I have it on my phone because if I'm sitting no around the house any not doing anything, my son's like, get in here with me, and like it consists of me just following him around, watching him do. I'm like, I could do this without being on my phone, son. But like, what is, is this it, game? What's well, just you just yeah, do this. None of them make any sense to is me. It, like, is Roblox still this? Do you, are you in? Uh, uh, it is a. Are you game building of stuff? Games? No, yeah. uh, there are you some can. that you. Build. Are there like separate? Because I, th- I think it's Yo, Ro- Roblox where there's like all the different versions of it, right? No, no, well, no. there's you. You built like it's a framework to build games. Yeah, yeah. So, so it, there, it, you yeah, just play games. So like all a lot, yeah, like a lot of his uh, like they got into five night at Fred five nights at Freddy's. There's a lot of games made after five nights at Freddy's huggy wuggy. There's Disney. There's a, you name it. People yeah. have made worlds. And the amount of time invested in making those worlds right. is no, like mind boggling. My daughter, she's 12. She'll be 13. Not that long. Still plays Roblox. And there's a couple games that she plays. And there's one that allows her to like build houses. And then okay. you have to earn money. Yeah. Like she's paying my son some actual money for him to earn the Roblox money to give her so she can build, she wants to build a hotel. Yep. Uh, and so you can only work so much in the game to get your money. No, yeah, that's you know, ridiculous. Like, that's you great. Know, you, you want the metaverse, it's there. You yeah. Know, like it's already happening. Like one of Braden's favorite ones. And, and, and I like it because to me, Minecraft is and no dig, but Minecraft is just mind numbing because to me, other than defending yourself against like, you know, zombies and stuff like that, there really is no purpose to the game unless you're in a specific realm. I don't know. I've never played one where there's a purpose. You're just building yeah, and defending. Every time whatever. I've jumped in, I'm like, what whatever. And if that's here? what you like, my kids are really good at building stuff. Awesome. But like Roblox, one of their favorite games is Kitty, which Kitty is there's one cat and then there's a bunch of mice and it's you're in a house and it's an escape room. Yeah. yeah. You have to stay away from the cat and get all the keys to unlock the things and reconnect. Yeah, that's fun. To me, I'm like, that. that's actually something that's helping develop there, their brain. So there was... My, my kids play doors. Uh, play doors. It's like a scary, like it's a runner, but it's a 3D. Like you nice. have these things, and like there's these different monsters you got to defeat on the way up yeah. to the top oh, level. Okay. And, and then yeah. doors one came out, and all of them were just like they couldn't wait for the next version to come out, and it just came out recently. And so that's cool. Landon's playing I'm doors. Sure, all there the was. Time. I, I know there's obviously some streamers uh, who have gotten incredibly popular through. Uh, Minecraft, oh my gosh. <laughs> but there was one that I was watching. He made a world that was that had no gravity. <laughs> like, that's all it was. Okay, yeah. 
it's uh it's bonkers yeah uh, and so like again i don't know anything about it you <clears throat> yeah don't have but to. you don't have to know that it's yeah. important that they chose to make it it's not right. like somebody sideloaded it and figured out a, a workaround like right. we've always had right here it is legit real deal yeah. buy it it will work we installed it for Landon on his uh, the original duet. Yeah, I mean, so, it was smaller scale, but I mean it's still big scale, but smaller scale. But imagine if Apple tomorrow said, "Hey, we're going to let everyone have iMessage." It's that kind of impact to like the big, to the Chrome OS ecosystem. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a big, big one, deal. Uh, and hopefully, it's a tipping point. Yeah, it's something sure. where other developers go. Hmm. Oh well, if they yeah, if they're doing, many, hmm. they're selling yeah. it for twenty bucks a pop. Are right. you yep. serious? People, Chromebook people will do that. Yep. Then it's like, oh well, I, we can invest in this, and there's this untapped market over here that no one's touching. That the people that get in early will take advantage, and and you know you, now you have LumaFusion and Minecraft to me that are these two big, big app announcements. Obviously, Minecraft's way bigger than LumaFusion, but they're, still, yeah. they're big deals. Mm-hmm. Like, and and I could see you know a handful more yep. following suit. Uh, Game wise, it's a little dif- a little bit different because most cross console games don't have an Android or an iOS version that's not a mobile version. Like mm-hmm. you can't play Call of Duty, uh, right. you're gonna play Call of Duty mobile. But still, some of those mobile games that are huge yeah. could also say, "Hey, we're gonna make sure this works well on a Chromebook." You know, if you have a touchscreen, great. Yep. If you have a controller, like if the game already works with the controller, it works well. They're not gonna do yeah. mouse and uh, keyboard. Guarantee that. That that ship sailed. I've stopped wishing for that. Right, uh, <laughs> that's just not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. but you know, uh, I, I I think it's a tipping point. I yeah. think it's a really really important move, uh, and it's it's super exciting. Yeah, I still think I still think it'd be fun to do a separate episode and maybe even like make it to where we do some research and get some interviews and talk with some folks about it and like put together yeah. a, an episode that is specific to Minecraft. But anywho, uh, that's it for this week, folks. Thanks for tuning in and listening and watching. If you are watching over on YouTube. Give us a thumbs up. Go down there and click subscribe and click the notification bell. If you do all of those things, Gabe will give you a virtual high five. Yeah. In the comment section. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll talk to Chat GPT about you. Yes, yeah, right. Tell them you're my new favorite person. That's right. All right. Uh, that's it for this week. We'll catch you all in the next one. See you.